This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Thursday, March 11th. Brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. Good morning. I'm Jeff Downey. Here's today's headlines. EPA has new chief. USDA's to-do list grows. And Senate Ag Chair, carbon policy support, a big deal. Biden's big day. Slowly but surely, President Joe Biden is getting his cabinet positions filled even as he gets ready to sign the $1.9 trillion American Rescue Plan, the massive stimulus package the House cleared yesterday. Michael Regan won confirmation on a 66-34 to 34 vote last night, several hours after the Senate also approved Merrick Garland's nomination as Attorney General, 70-30. to 30. Longtime House Agriculture Committee member Marsha Fudge, who had hoped to become Ag Secretary, was confirmed as Secretary of Housing and Urban Development. Biofuels groups were fast out of the gate to praise Regan's confirmation. They were counting on him to be an ally when it comes to implementing the renewable fuel standard. So what's next? Biden will be signing the stimulus bill tomorrow. USDA will have a lot of work ahead to get it implemented on top of the to-do list they already have with the Coronavirus Food Assistance Program and the COVID relief provisions enacted in December. The new bill includes $5 billion in historic assistance for minority farmers, as well as $3.6 billion that's earmarked for aid to the food supply chain, including funds for commodity purchases and retooling of facilities. Ag Secretary Tom Vilsack said the bill's stimulative impact on the economy should benefit all farmers. In their words, Republicans called the stimulus package a wasteful blue state bailout that risks triggering inflation. The National Farmers Union said the bill doesn't just address our most imminently pressing economic and medical concerns. It also endeavors to change the agricultural sector for the better by redressing racial inequities and federal farm programs and increasing resilience in our food supply chain. Here's a programming note in reminding you that you can register today for the 2021 AgriPulse Ag and Food Policy Summit. Hear from some of the industry's top minds as they discuss climate risks, rewards, and uncertainties during this virtual event. This year's summit will feature three half-day sessions from March 22nd to 24th. You can register at AgriPulse.com. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. Today's Daybreak is sponsored by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative a powerful advocate in Washington for farmers throughout the Midwest. Dairy farmers have always been leaders in caring for the environment, and they continue to lead in addressing changing climate conditions. We believe environmentally focused policies affecting agriculture should be guided by farmers, grounded in science, driven by the market, and sufficiently flexible to allow for innovation at the farm level. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. Senate Ag sets stage for climate policy. The Senate Agriculture Committee holds its first hearing today on climate policy as committee leaders look toward building support for legislative action later this year. 
Committee Chairwoman Debbie Stabenow told reporters yesterday it'll take several months for lawmakers to pull together climate legislation, in part because of the work done in the ag space. We have a bipartisan strategy that's supported by environmentalists and agriculture and forestry on how to move forward with developing a carbon market, she said, calling it a very big deal to have bipartisan support. Now, take note. Ahead of today's hearing, progressive groups opposed to ag carbon markets urged Stabenow and the rest of the committee to rethink the issue. Instead of promoting carbon markets, Congress should expand the, quote, existing proven and science-based programs that farmers are already familiar with, rather than investing in pollution trading schemes. Food and Water Watch, the Institute for Agriculture and Trade Policy, and 10 other groups said in a letter to committee members. Tractor sales drive toward year-over-year growth. The U.S. total farm tractor sales rose more than 41% in February compared to 2020. That according to the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. Tractor sales continue to get closer to reaching 12 consecutive months of growth. This growth streak has been going in the U.S. since April, said Kurt Blades, Senior Vice President of Ag Services at AEM. So what's ahead? Well, Blade says he's closely watching bigger units, which are more dependent on the strong commodity prices, to see if this trend continues. Combine sales tumbled 18.8% in February. Pork industry faces disruptions from California's Prop 12. California animal welfare regulations set to take effect next year could pose major disruptions to the U.S. pork industry, according to a report from Rabobank. California's Prop 12 regulates the amount of space allowed for breeding sows, and less than 4% of U.S. sow housing can meet that new standard, according to the report. The amount of pork available that's compliant with the regulations could be 50% short of what California needs on January 1, 2022, the report says. Two legal challenges to the regulations are currently underway, one from the National Pork Producers Council and another from the North American Meat Institute. Southern senators push for rice sales to Iraq. U.S. rice sales to Iraq can be erratic, but the country has not purchased any for more than a year. That has GOP Senator John Bozeman of Arkansas and other lawmakers from rice-growing states calling for a resumption of trade. Iraq agreed in a 2016 Memorandum of Understanding to begin holding rice tenders for only U.S. sellers. But it was a non-binding agreement, and recent tenders have been open to sellers around the globe. Iraq's most recent tender was for 30,000 metric tons. It was held in January. U.S. firms did not win any of the business, according to the USA Rice Federation. The last time the U.S. sold rice to Iraq in a tender was 2019. The U.S.-specific rice tender under the terms of the MOU would positively impact both the Iraqi people and our American rice farmers, especially those farmers struggling with the impacts of the COVID-19 pandemic, the senator said in separate letters to Secretary of State Tony Binken 
and Iraq's U.S. ambassador. Argentine beef exports seen falling this year. Argentina, world-renowned for its beef, will be producing and exporting less of it this year amid higher feed costs and rising competition out of countries like Paraguay and Uruguay, according to USDA's Foreign Agriculture Service. The South American country is now forecast to produce 3.1 million tons of beef and export 770,000 tons of the meat in 2021. That would be a 4% and 6% decline, respectfully. Here's today's He Said It. There is light at the end of this dark tunnel of this past year. We cannot let our guard down now or assume that a victory is inevitable. That President Biden previewing his primetime address to the nation tonight. Well, that's Daybreak for this Thursday, March 11th. Brought to you by Edge Dairy Farmer Cooperative. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Nally.